This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. So does Jesus have blue eyes? How about that as a question? <laughs> We're going to think about that today on our never-ending digging in the Song of Songs, chapter 5, verse 12, which it would be the Lamed verse. And as we're thinking about this Lamed, you might consider the first verse in the Lamed section of the 119th Psalm. Forever, O Lord, thy word is established in the heavens. And, and so as you think about that, what color are the heavens most of the time during the day? <laughs> Just saying, for those of us who like to think of Jesus as having blue eyes, maybe you'll get my drift as we go through this today. <laughs> so to read verse 12, and the Lamed, again, being this idea of when you look at a Lamed, it has this idea of your heart that longs for heaven, and very much this verse speaks of heaven in so many different ways. So we're talking here about Jesus' eyes, and it says his eyes are as the eyes of doves by the rivers of waters, washed with milk and fitly set. And so you, I don't think you can miss that that sounds immediately like these eyes are blue because they're by the rivers of waters. And we've talked many times about the idea of doves and how faithful they are and how they stay with one mate. And they're looking to offer their lives as service. And certainly Jesus had all those qualities. Um, the idea of rivers of waters is clearly um, a reference to both the Messiah, which starts with a mem, which has to do with water, and it also has to do, in my opinion, with this idea that these 10 attributes line up with the 10 utterances of creation. And so if you went with a second utterance of creation, that that would be uh, that let there be a firmament in the heavens. And so again, we see this and the rivers of waters would then be the waters that are above the earth and the waters that are below the earth. And when you look at the idea of clouds, Interestingly, the, the word in Hebrew looks very much like the word dove, and, and it seems like it would because the dove is, is very much um, got that eye in that servant thing, looking to serve, and clouds serve in their own way, and that's also the way that it's spent there in that they bring the rain, which again are these rivers of waters from the heavens, and then you got the rivers of waters on earth, again, which I would point out are blue. <laughs> Does that make my case for his blue eyes? And so when you think about when it says the eyes of doves, well, doves' eyes have a black dot, right? And then they're surrounded by these rivers of waters, which are blue, washed with milk. You know, again, the milk of the word. The water is often a reference to the word. And clearly here, washed by milk would be that, you know, if anybody's eyes were were washed with the word, those would be Jesus's and the, the last thing that it said is, to me, the most glorious. It says, and fitly set. And so when you look at that word in Hebrew, fitly, it is a mem and a lamed, not surprisingly, since this is a lamed verse, but this idea of the, of the mem, which are waters that are longing for the aleph. That's the father. That, the, you know, the, that first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which Abraham's name starts with an aleph, and Abba stands for the starts with an aleph, and so when you think of the father, you think of that letter aleph, and so you think, wow, here's a mem, which has to do with Messiah and water with a heart longing for the father. And, you know, when you see 
all those, you can't help but think that that is fitly set. Well, to even make it even better, the last letter in the word fitly is a tav, which means true. I mean, like we will know what the, what the truth is at the end of the story. And when you think about Jesus' eyes being fitly set, they were always set on the Father, right? I mean, his eyes are, are you know, obviously his heart has always been on the Father since the beginning and their, and their union, and, and you can see that throughout his life. And if we want Jesus' eyes and to be fitly set, you know, clearly our eyes need to be looking to the Father for, you know, the, the, the journey that we go through in life and the love that only that we can find in the Father. So, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, wouldn't you long to look deeply into Jesus' eyes? And when you look into those eyes, you know, for me, that would be good if they were blue. I would like that personally, <laughs> I guess, because I have blue eyes. I don't know, but I just would like that. But what I do know is eyes look lovingly, right? When you look at somebody, you can see, do they have faith in you? And there's the neat thing about iron is it ends with that none, and it has to do with faith. What do they see? What do they believe when they see? right? Do they believe in you? And so we know that Jesus, Jesus is full of grace, which also ends in the letter nun, which tells us that, oh my goodness, faith has everything to do with grace. I mean, he has faith in us. And so when we look in his eyes, do we feel like he has faith in us? And I don't know about you, but I, you know, if you think back to maybe one of the times that you were the most brokenhearted in your life and you were looking for Jesus, right? You're looking to look in his eyes. Isn't it a beautiful thing when you think about what this verse is saying, that when you look in his eyes, and I can remember, I remember it very vividly, one of my biggest heartbreaks was when my daughter Tess was going to get married when she was 17. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons that broke my heart. And I, 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 I uh, prayed so much that night. I'll never forget. I was totally brokenhearted um, as, as I just felt like this was going to go bad and this was going to be, and, and Jesus came that night and, and what he demonstrated to me, he, he, he gave me a little tough love, honestly, but what he demonstrated to me was he had faith in me if I would have my eyes set on him, right? He, say, he said very clearly to me, Robbie, are you mourning what I have for your daughter, Tess, or are you mourning what you had for your daughter, Tess? Uh, I've never forgotten those words. And clearly, when I look at what he's done with my daughter Tess this day, which is, you know, probably 10, 12 years later, well, I know it is, <laughs> about 12 years later, I can clearly see, oh, 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 what Jesus had for my daughter was absolutely spectacular. And what he was looking for me to do was to love my daughter well through this particular storm that, that was coming. And he had faith in me. And I had faith based on what he told me that night. But again, when you're at your, your heartbreaking moment and you look and look deep in Jesus's eyes and have a discussion with him where he can tell me or hopefully he can tell you the hard things, the things that you really need to think about, you know, when you're getting all out of shape, which is what I was that night. And so as you think about Jesus's eyes, again, we get to interpret these things. However, you know, we... we, we see in line with the scriptures ways that that can come together but the, there's no doubt his eyes are fitly set there's no doubt that his eyes are washed 
with milk. There's no doubt that there's rivers of waters, right? All kinds of them in there. And there's no doubt that he has dove eyes. So thanks for listening.